Hello and welcome to the Bangladesh Cricket Podcast. I'm Roshan and Bangladesh, fresh off the back of their 4-1 win against Australia, are back in T20 action in preparation for the Men's World T20 in October. This time, five matches against New Zealand. Joining me to look ahead to this series, I'm pleased to welcome back Rabiul Allen from dailycricket.com.bd. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm all good, thank you. How are you today? Really good. Good to have you back on. Pleased to have you back on. A very convincing win for Bangladesh against Australia and the prep continues with the New Zealand series. Before we jump into that, let's just have a quick talk about the news that emerged um, in the last sort of few weeks about England cancelling their tour to Bangladesh. So they were due to play um, three one-day internationals as part of the World Cup Super League and then three 2020 matches in preparation for the World T20. And it was a funny 24 hours as the, as the news emerged because first I saw it in the in the UK press um, and the suggestions were that the BCB had decided to cancel the tour. But then rumours emerged from Bangladesh that the BCB were still in conversation and hadn't confirmed anything. And then obviously social media kicked off. People had conspiracy theories saying it's all because of the IPL. And then a day later, we had a press release that said both boards had decided because of uh, rest and fatigue and bubbles in cricket that the players needed a rest so ultimately England no longer touring Bangladesh I think hugely disappointing for, for cricket fans in Bangladesh particularly because you know we always look forward to a big team coming to Bangladesh but I mean I mean do we do we have any clarity on what actually happened no actually the, the way you said it there is actually no clarity and the funny thing is that it was discussed in that period of 24 48 hours and soon after that there's absolutely nothing on that absolutely dead silence but I think it's quite understandably so. I mean, if we look at the bigger picture, uh, when these things collide with uh, I- IPL, an event like IPL, they always run the risk of having suspended or rescheduled. And it's uh, as much as a, as a Bangladeshi cricket fan, I am disappointed, but I have to understand the reality of the situation. Let's get one thing straight. I mean, no matter how the boards put it, both the boards, I think it has been postponed because of the IPL. Uh, so uh, we we can all we can all come to an agreement with that one. There's nothing wrong. As I said, there's nothing wrong in it. We can always reschedule it. But yeah, that's how life is. That that's how life is, and that's how life goes on. Absolutely. And so New Zealand five matches all in Dhaka. Bangladesh have still have things to sort out. I think for me um, in this series, obviously we had a very successful series against Australia. But I think there are a few gaps for me still in in that final lineup. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. For me, I would say the two people who have the most work to do to prove their worth in the squad would be probably Shumashaka and probably Nurul Hassan. I don't know if that's harsh. You're laughing. I don't know if that's harsh. For me, the vacancy was who's going to open with Tamim. I think Mohamed Naeem is head and shoulders in, in the lead in that race at the moment. Um, and so Shumashaka, if he's not going to get that opening place he needs to try and prove himself somewhere else in that batting order. And Nurul, I know he's a, he's a quality wicketkeeper and it was great to see him playing in the team, but with Mushfik coming back in the squad, if he's not scoring the runs, I don't know if there's going to be a place for him in the final lineup. Yes, as you rightly pointed out, there are a few points Bangladesh needs to sort out before the uh, World Cup, uh, before they announce the team and also the, like, the likely possible playing 11 in the World Cup. So the first and most important thing, I think, opening pair, a lot has been discussed about Tamim Iqbal. There's a lot of the two sides of the coin, whether a lot of people are saying whether he should be in the T20 team or not. But my personally, my verdict is that there is no alternative to Tamim Iqbal. 
Yeah, it, 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 it's it's it, well, it's it's a difficult one, isn't it? When when a player when a team start to win without a player in the squad, but it's not like Tamim was dropped for poor performance. He is injured, and that's why he's not in the squad. And that's one thing. Another thing that the blame he gets that he 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 plays a lot slower these days compared to what he used to, what it needed for the T Twenty team, or, or even for one day. But you know what? We have to understand the dynamics of our team as well. We are not like India, or Australia, or England. Like somebody can just come in and. That they don't have to worry about anything else. They can just start hitting. It's our reality is different. And there is no question about Tamim's ability and what he can do. And more importantly, the ones who are giving the chance, getting the chances, the likes of Shomo and Naeem Sheikh, you know, they haven't really proved their vote in a way that they say, like, you know what, forget about Tamim, we are here to stay. It hasn't been the case. They had that opportunity to make that case for themselves, but it had it hasn't been the case. And even uh, even during this series win against Australia, I think it we it gave a very ugly truth that there is still no alternative to Tamim Iqbal, and he is our number one opening batsman. Uh, there is no doubt about it. And his partner remains a big question: who is going to partner him in the T20 World Cup? Somo didn't do well. Somo had a very hot and cold series. You know, in Zimbabwe he was very good. Yeah. Yeah, he he plays well. There's there are very few batsmen in this world. I mean, I think in this world, who looks as good as Shombo when he plays his natural game. Yeah. But those days are very far and few in between. Most days he's not living up to his expectations. So the big, big question remains about Shombo. Um, uh, Naim Sheikh played well, but I think when Tamimba comes in, it will be difficult for him to uh, retain his place. And also, I personally, I feel that he is still not ready yet for international cricket. He's still very young. He's still young. He's got he over a way, I mean, I think many more years to come for come forward in the future. But right now, uh, I think we still need to develop mental and uh, technical skills. He ha- he will have his ample opportunity in a couple of years' time. And uh, as far as the opening pair is concerned, I think uh, with Tamim Iqbal, it will be Litton. Litton, Litton I, I think, because uh, Litton does more, most likely to be the uh, opening his opening uh, partner. Let's see because Litton is back in the team. Mm-hmm. He was out during the Australia for injury, but he's back in the team. So let's see how the team also said that the team management said they're playing eleven. And one thing that you mentioned about is Shohan, and I rightly so, because that is also a very tricky. Uh, that becomes a, like a very interesting question. If Litton comes back, Mushfiq is coming back, and Shohan is there, so we have three frontline keeper. If he's not scoring runs. You can't justify him in the squad because, to be fair, he is a very good wicketkeeper. I enjoyed him behind the stumps. Like he, you know, you could hear him being quite vocal, and I know he has a lot of fans domestically. But yeah, with Mushfiq back in the team and Litton back in the team, if you haven't got runs, you, you shouldn't be in the team. It depends how you want to play him, whether as a batsman, purely as a batsman, or as a wicketkeeper batsman. Because you know, Shohan is very highly rated here in mm-hmm. Bangladesh in domestic circles. He has. He, had, he did reasonably well against Zimbabwe. And against Australia, he played one uh, on the third, I think it was on the third T20 that uh, uh, they stayed on and to win the series. So he played reasonably well. But other matches, you know, the batting, it was not that batting friendly. So you can't really put the blame on them to say like, oh, you've done really terribly bad. Yeah. Shuan is somebody who has shown the character, who has the, which I think has the ability to finish a game. And also in the, Later part of the innings as well, if you're batting first, he has the ability to hit. So he's, it, that remains a question for the management to see whether they're going to include him because 
even if they include him at what position or at what position we bet, we bet quite deep and so it's that, that's why the new zealand series is even more important and in terms of we're talking about um Bangladesh batting deep. I mean, it looked like the young players, the kind of you know your Afis, your Shamims, they seem to have quite good series against uh, against Australia, and particularly Afif Hussain. I mean, those names for me, I, I mean, are they guaranteed now a place on the flight to Oman, or is there still work to do for them to prove their worth? I think back on his performance against Australia, and uh, Afif should be in the playing eleven. He's not really a number seven batsman as per se, but. Then again, uh, it's going to be very difficult to get him a place up in the order. <laughs> but he has he looked the part. He is. Uh, I'll, I'll bet my money on him to be the future star of Bangladesh cricket. And then I guess the other end of our lineup, the bowlers. I mean, for me, they looked very good against Australia. I mean, I think Nasser Mohamed was the kind of the big revelation package, and he for me definitely on the play. You're, you're, you're making a face there where you seem like you're not sure. <laughs> and then, I mean, Nasu played really well, surprisingly well. I mean, none of us probably expected him to do that well. Like Australia, he is a relatively, uh, what do you call that, not a big name that we look forward to and not a big expectation of, of him. Of course, he did well, but I doubt whether he's going to get a chance in the playing 11 in the World Cup. Okay. With Hassan, of course, there as a left-hand spinner. I don't think we need two left-hand spinners in the World Cup, depending on the condition of the pitch, because then we have also played against Australia, uh, uh, Hassan Mehdi, mm-hmm. off screener. We are we are not going to play three screeners in the playing eleven against in the World Cup. In Oman or UAE, it's, yeah. Uh, uh, it's going to be a rather uh, batting friendly pitch. We expect it to be a rather batting friendly pitch. ICC event, big event. They they want to ensure that runs keep flowing, you know, very naturally. So. It is not going to be a pitch like Mirpur. So it is It is going to be very difficult for somebody like Nasum to get into the team. Uh, so it also, again, remains the combination the team is going to try to make the playing 11. So if we're going to have a uh, left-arm spinner, you probably want to have a right-off spinner, somebody who can yeah. bat as well. Hasan yeah. Mehdi, he bats as well, as well, you know. So so it depends. Uh, he did well, good on him, but I see it, it very. It is going to be very difficult for him to get into the playing. He might get onto the. Uh, uh, he might go to uh, the World Cup part of the World Cup squad. Who goes? Yeah, I think I think the New Zealand series will be defining for him because if he, it's one of those things where if you perform and become impossible to ignore, how can you leave a player out of the squad? And therefore, the next five matches, if he gets a chance and he continues that form and goes, actually, I wasn't a, a, a fluke. I genuinely think he could be a surprise package at the World T20. Um, and for me, the rest of the bowling was was quite impressive. I mean, we saw, uh, for me, the return of, like, the Mustafa Rahman that, like, I love watching the most. It was almost like the return of the, the, the Fizz we saw from 2016, 2017, back again, back to form, those leg cutters all back. Um, Shari Full Islam seems to be sort of just growing and developing into his role in the team as well. And, of course, like you say, Shaki back. I mean, I feel like there aren't very many questions to answer for our bowling department. Not that many, as you say, yeah. We all expect Mustafiz to come back in this sort of form. And he, the pitch was there. The conditions was for him to do the magic work, but it still needed to be done, you know. You still need to execute those, uh, your armors, your, your, your tricks up in your sleeves, you know. So he ha- and at times he looked absolutely unplayable. They had no clue. The Australians had no clue. They are like, yeah, come in and take our wicket, you know, as simple as that. Uh, please both <laughs> and uh, they, they just dance and just take our wickets and we go, go, we're going home. And Shariful was a very, sur- 
I mean, yeah, we all expect victims of Sarifun, but it was good to see that he was he's playing the perfect support role to Mustafiz. Mm-hmm. Every time he uh, they, we needed a wicket, the captain gave him the ball. I think most of the time he got us a wicket. The breakthrough that he got us was really important. And he looks like charged stuff. He looks like he wants to be there. I, I think um, I think he's so motivated. Like you can tell, like there are players that sometimes turn up and go, I know there's a, a World Cup place up for grabs and I'm going to grab it with two hands. And I think he could be, for us, a very dangerous player. Because let's, let's remember, most of the international other international teams aren't going to have a lot of footage of him. They're not going to have played him before. They're not going to know a lot about his game. And I think that's why, for me, I think he's probably one of the most exciting players especially from a bowling unit going into the world t20 i think i think he could be our, our our kind of engine room in the bowling attack he's getting the opportunity but most importantly he's making the complete use of the opportunity that he's getting that's most important but let's not forget also taskin ahmed he hasn't played in the australian series because of the nature of the pitch he's a more full on pace you know so his pace was probably not the one that we needed during that australian series but let's not forget that we also have another very good bowler on the side. So as again, uh, as I say, it depends on the team playing 11. Yeah. But by the way, it looked like from the uh, Australia series and let's see what happens in the New Zealand series. I think we might find both uh, Fizz and uh, Shariful in the playing 11 during the World Cups. I think it's very exciting. Is there anything else in this team in this, uh, that you think Bangladesh need to gain from this New Zealand series or is it just match, match practice? Um, I think what was important, like against Australia, a lot has been discussed about the pitch, how it was not suitable for T20 cricket and all that stuff. But I don't think that was important because against Australia, we needed to win. Yeah, Our mental block was not winning against a team like Australia. Before this, this Australia series started, you know, we, uh, the first match we played against Australia was in 1990 one day match and 2021 in that 31 years we have played 31 matches against australia and won only twice <laughs> one t- one one day match back in 2005 five yeah in cardiff and yeah. then uh, and then another uh, test match against uh, them in uh, dhaka yeah uh, that was in 2017 and rest there is nothing so in to come 2021 we won four matches against them on quick succession so that is that what helped us i think a massive the world took notice and also at the same time it may have built our confidence as well. But for New Zealand, I think that confidence building is not, yeah, of course, winning is important, but I think uh, what we should do during this, uh, this series, make a true pitch, true wicket, a sporting wicket. We need to give our batsmen and also our bowlers a proper opportunity to play against uh, the teams in the World Cup as much as possible for the World Cup pitches. Uh, the pitch is concerned. So I think it. hopefully we should make a very batting-friendly, very true wicket, sporting wicket, you know, where both uh, there will be something for both, both, the, both mm. the bowler and the batsman. Yeah, it's not for me. I, I said this ahead of the Australia series. It, it wasn't about the results. For me, it was the preparation for the World T20. You know, five more matches before we play our opening game. We need to figure out the gaps. We need to do our homework. We need to have the formula right. And this is the time to do it. And, you know, people will look at the New Zealand squad and say, it's not a full strength team. There's, I don't think there's any players uh, a, a crossover into the actual World T20 squad. So for me, again, it's not about the opposition. It's not about the, it's not about the, the, the series result. It is just Bangladesh getting the formula right. And when we go f- to, the, to the World T20 and we play our opening matches, 
we need to be on the ball and look like a complete side. And we've got five matches to complete that in. So that's the pressure for me. And that's that for me is the outcome. I expect Bangladesh to win 5-0, if I'm honest. Fair enough, yeah. I, I genuinely do. Um, and that's not just optimism. I think, you know, we were close against Australia. And I think actually that one loss was probably quite good just to stop us getting complacent, if I'm honest. Um, but against New Zealand, yeah, we should we should completely whitewash this or bungalow this. We should definitely do. That one win against Australia was an outliner, you know. I, at some point, you're going to win something. <laughs> we've, been a great, we've been a great host. So, okay, <laughs> we'll <give them> <laughs> so let's, let's give them something to take home, you know. Absolutely. So, uh, like it happened, but even that match, you know, except that one over from Shakib, they looked out. Yeah. They were out yeah. of the game. I mean, if that over didn't happen, they were out of the game and we almost pulled it back from uh, from a very uh, unimaginable situation as well. So, but it happens, you know, for one, I'll take any day against Australia for one. Exactly. Well, I, I'm hoping for an interesting series and one where at the end of it, we look back and go, we're ready for this World Year 20. Let's go. Um, Rabiel, thank you so much for joining me once again on the Bangla Cricket Podcast. It's always so much fun chatting cricket with you. No, thank you so much for having me. It's always, as I say, it's always fun talking cricket with you. And thank you very much for listening to the Bangla Cricket Podcast. We'll see you for the next one very soon.